Welcome to the Made to Be Free podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie Swain. And I'm Jamie Taylor. In this podcast, we explore themes and ideas on how to live free in every area of your life. Come along with us as we have discussions about creating a life you love. Well, hello, everybody. We are coming live to you. Well, kind of live. I mean, it's live to us um, later for you guys. And we're going to talk about a topic that I know I really resonate with, and it's called freedom from disqualification. Yes. I don't know. How are you doing on that journey? I mean, I have some things to say about how I'm doing, but I'd like to hear from Mackenzie. I would say I am um, like half of a block uh, like half of a lap <laughs> done on a like 50 mile journey. <laughs> I love no, that. I would say, I would say I have accepted certain amounts of freedom in this area and I do have a long way to go. Yeah. Why do you think we do, why do we disqualify ourselves? I mean, what is that about at the core? Um, well, and just thinking about our listeners right now, what are, what, I mean, Thinking about that woman or man who is just going, you know, there's these things I want to do, mm-hmm. but I don't feel good enough or I don't feel yeah. enough yep. to, to handle that. Why do we yep. do that to ourselves? I think there's a lot of self-disqualification involved. I mean, I think there's several different types, but the self-disqualification I think mm-hmm. comes from, um, we talk a lot about identity, right? And if you have a real solid a solid handle on your identity and who God made you to be. I think it's easier to understand what his specific calling in your life is. And if you feel confident about your calling, it's harder to disqualify yourself. That's a good point. Because you can, you can be like, Oh, this is how God made me. And this is what he wants me to do. And yes, all of these in front of all of these things in front of me are going to be difficult, but I'm qualified because I'm called so if we step away from that or if we look too much into the world for qualifications, I think that's where we get a little slippery because it's so easy to just, I mean, you could throw a rock and find someone who has more quote unquote qualifications than you do, right? So it's, if we take out the element of compare, and we did a podcast on that, on freedom from envy, which I think, and actually our Overwhelm podcast covered that. Mm-hmm. So if you're catching up, those are two great ones to listen to, to have a little context on kind of where we come from and all of that. Yeah. And you and I were also chatting about how um, people who maybe are in a culture of higher education, which by the way, I come from, oh, okay. I come from sure. that culture where well, you're currently high, in school. I am currently in school <laughs> seeking higher education, seeking more <laughs> higher education. Um, yeah. One degree was not enough, no. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do come from that background where, you know, um, people get master's degrees and mm-hmm. sometimes get doctorate's degrees yeah. and you know, like that's just what you do. Yeah. And, um, and how can, how can that affect people? Cause we were talking a little bit. Yeah. About I think, I mean, I hear from a lot of people cause I'm in the business world and you get two very different types of people in the business mm-hmm. world. You get people who went, you know, all the way through higher education and have an MBA and work for the fortune 500 companies yeah. and are like out there like killing it. Right. Yeah. But then you have the people who just like were terrible students in high school, terrible students, like didn't even sure. go to college, but just had this this like drive Mm -hmm. in them and they're like 
all of this stuff that the world is trying to feed me about higher education, I don't buy it. I'm going to educate myself and I'm going to run fast in this lane. And I see wonderful thing happen or wonderful things happen with both with it's like either way is is fine fine. yeah you know so for me I always thought I would get like an MBA or Mm -hmm. something right I started um I started in uh, pre-architecture and I thought I would be an architect and maybe get a master's and Mm -hmm. you know whatever but I mean I ended up with a fashion design degree and then went back for my bachelor's and it's still in the back of my mind, like, okay, one day I'm probably going to get a master's degree, but I've, I've also made it far enough to where I don't feel like that's necessary no. at all. Yeah. So I, I want to challenge people who are like, well, you, Jamie, you, it is necessary because you want to be a right. licensed counselor, yeah. right? I mean, that is that's the what you have to do. <laughs> necessity to get that, right? Yeah. So sometimes you just have to, like, yeah. you can't go practice medicine no. without a, a doctorate, right? Or a, um, and go to med- medical school and mm-hmm. all of that. So sometimes it is absolutely necessary. But if you're sitting in, in a, the corner of the world where there's a path forward where you can educate yourself and read the books. And, you know, John Maxwell says that, you know, you take 18 minutes a day on something. And after a year, you've got enough mm. hours to be better than 95% of the people in your field. Wow. So it is, you really can educate yourself. And and I have fully educated myself in a lot of different areas of my life. Where I'm the most successful right now, I have 100% educated myself in. I did not go to higher education for it. So, So I think that trying to find qualifications within higher education sometimes is necessary, but sometimes it's just not. Yeah. And sometimes it's better to self-educate because you are more, um, you're more motivated, I think, to Mm -hmm. learn the things you need to learn. Yeah. And, um, where, when you're just kind of trudging through all the classes that you have to take for a higher degree, you know, some of them don't really speak to you the same way Mm -hmm. and you're kind of like, okay, whatever. I mean, I've had that happen right now, you know, finishing up my bachelor's, I'm almost done with my bachelor's in counseling. And there's been a couple classes I'm like, man, why am I taking this? And then other ones where it's like, it's so pertinent to my field and I'm so excited Mm -hmm. and I just get like giddy about it. I literally get giddy about a class. Well, the same thing is like when you're self-educating yourself and you want to learn more about X, Y, and Z. And you, you, you know, one of the things, um, that I'm always amazed by and this, uh, it's, it's interesting to me. A lot of the education I've done on it with different things, and this is not higher education, but you know, YouTube is mm-hmm. phenomenal. Yeah. You can actually get on there and take classes for free. They are yeah. there. We're talking about some of the best colleges yeah. in the world upload classes and you can take them. I've taken a few of them just for fun yeah. back in the day. Um, there's so much information available to us and I don't know, you know, so if you're, if you're sitting there wondering, like, I just don't have time for this or I don't like most of us have time for, to listen to, you know, a YouTube, a a lecture on YouTube while we're doing the dishes or we're, we're most of us have time to do uh, while we're folding clothes. Yes. You know, trade out a Netflix show for, for something. That is a really good point. So I think that's, that's like, we all, we have everything we need at our fingertips. So Mm -hmm. if it's an education that is, you feel like is keeping you back, don't let it keep you back. Don't let it keep you back. Um, but one of the things that I think too, (laughs) that we, um, can do sometimes is some self-sabotage. Um, yes, we both relate to that. Yeah. We've, we've had a chat about this Mm -hmm. one. Um, because it takes a lot of work 
to get any level of success. Yes. And sometimes we're not ready for that work. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to use an example. <laughs> Actually, it was kind of funny because just this, just today, I, te- I texted you, I was running late and I said that, um, I'm running late. I'm acting like a typical creative and I'm running late. Um, <laughs> because I do my best not to perpetuate the stereotype of the creative. Yeah. Um, the creative is known as this person who's kind of a little scattered, free spirit, mm-hmm. you know, always running late to things and can't seem to keep get mm-hmm. her or, you know, their act together. And, um, you're a very put together creative oh my goodness, though, but I'm not, I'm, you are so <laughs> kind, but I'm not. Oh, and, and the thing about it is like, I just think about this though. This is so funny because yes, we can work on our shortcomings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I try to do that all the time, mm-hmm. but even the fact that I self-sabotage myself and go, I'm not qualified for X, Y, Z because I'm a creative. Oh, sure. I've done that my whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, I don't fit that part. Yeah. When actually creatives bring a completely different flavor to the table Absolutely. than a person who's like very punctual and very much like to the point and just yeah. very, you know, their life is a box. Yeah. We just, we, we need both. Absolutely. Any, any space that, where people are brainstorming to problem solve, to move anything forward, to build anything, you absolutely need creatives yeah. in the room. Yeah. And the other people who are more regimented and more structured, they're not bringing that level of, of innovation to the table, right. but they're holding down the fort. Exactly. They're nope. meeting deadlines and they're doing the spreadsheets and stuff. So it's, it's wise of all yes. of those people. And this is why I love working with teams because you can learn about what everybody's bringing to the table and honor it mm-hmm. and be grateful for it, that you're not having to be a hundred percent of everything. Right. Well, Cause none of us are, none of us are. I and mean, some even, people think yep. they are yep. and they want to be, and they want to be wholly relied on and, you know, be like the person carrying it. But honestly, that's just, it's not a healthy it, space no, to be in. It isn't. And, and usually those people end up hitting a wall. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's burnout for sure. I've been there before. Um, you know, I think too, just well I want to just come out and say it like sometimes I'm like how much do I share how much how real do I get on this podcast well on this podcast very real. we get a little <laughs> yeah we get really real here but I have done I don't think there's anything I've done in my life that I came to it and felt like I was qualified yeah I don't think there's literally any I can't think of one thing oh. that I was like man I just feel qualified for this yep. Um, I feel disqualified all the time. Yeah. Unqualified, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just actually just very recently I was having a conversation with my parents because I'm uh, stepping into some new things that feel very overwhelming and scary to me. And I just said, I, I don't know how to distinguish between, okay, this is just fear talking, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, and, oh, this is not the will of God. Oh, and so I was really struggling with, okay you know what, how peace, like the whole idea of peace. I, I know that peace does not always look like calm. I know that. And yet when I'm trying to make a decision and I'm feeling terrified, then I'm tempted to go, well, maybe I don't have the peace of God. And that's really not always, that's not true. Like that's me allowing my, my natural man, Mm -hmm. person, whatever Mm -hmm. to like take over. We look at Moses was even that, you know, he, Mm -hmm. 
he was like, God, I can't do this. I yeah. can't speak. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, and then, you know, he's like, Aaron, I need, I need Aaron. Like my, I need my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like God, but God did provide someone yeah. to help Moses. Mm-hmm. Um, Jethro, his father-in-law mm-hmm. said, Hey dude, you are wearing way too thin mm-hmm. and we need to put a structure in place. Yeah. And he helped him get a structure. That's a great model. Right. I mean, yeah. that's, and so like right, right there though, Moses felt totally unqualified Mm -hmm. and God was like but I chose you like no it's you yeah and and like I think sometimes we have to that's one of the reasons I love the Bible is because there's so many examples of people who did not feel qualified yeah and yet God used them in powerful ways and so yeah I don't know that's something that's been that I've been dealing with recently just like how do I know yeah I feel very similar in this season of my life too I feel very unqualified for for many of the things that I'm doing I can think of a season in my life where I did feel qualified, but I was probably like over inflating my abilities a little bit. <laughs> I was just, well, I mean, it was naive. It was naive. I, I was young. I've been there too. Yeah, I, I was young and I was like, I'm going to set the world on fire and I'm going to do all these things. And I probably ran a little too far ahead of my own maturity. Right. I so do, I do, I, I've done that. I yeah. was writing solely on my competencies and I, my character was not built and I crashed and burned and I could, I mean, I could write a book about, you know, you should me. write a book. I about. should write a book about <laughs> it, about me in my twenties and how, um, how not to live your life. <laughs> what not to do. <laughs> what not to do. But, um, but yeah, I think most of the things that I do on a daily basis, in fact, just, I, I took a week off and went to Tennessee to hang out with the tornadoes and so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. Way to go, Mackenzie. And um and I was thinking about all of the things that I needed to tackle once I got home and I was simultaneously excited to run at them and be like, "No, I'm going to tackle this. I'm going to just go for it. Totally lean on God." And then on the other hand, I was like, "But I don't know how to do this." But God mm-hmm. was like, "Well, it's because you've never done it before. Mm-hmm. You yep. don't know how to do it." Right. Most things people don't know how to do before they start. Exactly. It's like, well, duh. And you know what? If I had done something before, I probably don't want to do it because I have enough creative in me that I'm like, ah, I've already done that. Yeah. It doesn't. I get so that. it's like I have to embrace the 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 slightly being terrified along with the yeah. feelings of self doubt and and you know, keeping myself from self sabotaging and all of this stuff. But I think it's really important to um honestly find out what is it that's keeping you still? I mean, feeling disqualified just gets you stuck, really, mm-hmm. because you're trying to convince yourself that moving forward is not the right thing. But if you weren't being called forward, you wouldn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like you you wouldn't even think to be overwhelmed by it because it's just not on the table, right? Okay. You heard it here. That's true. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So yeah. it's like if you're feeling that way, that it's, means there's somewhere in there in your subconscious that's ugh. pulling you in that direction. And you're doing it probably to I yourself. I mean, like, stop honestly. talking right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing it. I mean, I know this because there are things that I know God has told me to do. Right. And I just am willfully defiant because I'm like, that sounds like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I, really? Are you, are you sure, God? Yeah. I, I don't I don't think that was you. Yeah. I think I'm going to figure out another, yeah. Exactly. And I've denied oh. it for years. Yeah. I have put it on the back burner because it's more comfortable for me to wake up every morning and just deal with like the things that are right in front mm-hmm. of my face yep. and care for my people yep. and, and just kind of go along with this, mm-hmm. you know, repetitive schedule and yep. whatever when... 
Oh yeah. man. I, I mean, that really speaks to me. And I do, I, I want to tell somebody out there right now that it's okay to walk forward and make a bunch of mistakes yeah. because I don't know about you. I was afraid of mistakes yeah. for a very long time and I, I still don't love them. I'm not going to say it, but I'm a little bit more willing to just go, you know what, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. So I learn a lesson. Yeah. And I think that's something that more, more people need to be okay with mm-hmm. that. That's how I actually, how you learn is by trying mm-hmm. and failing. Yeah. And you're going to fail. It is. Let me just set you free right now. Most things you try mm-hmm. will fail. Yeah, you will absolutely fail. Because, I mean, we, we hear this in school, but even the even the light bulb, how many tries was it? I don't even remember. It was, it's, it, I think it's in the thousands, it's in the thousands. right? Yeah. Um, where, but, but until that, I mean, what if they had stopped? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it, this is, this is such a good example of that. Yeah. Because that's how we get things done is yeah. by trying and failing. Yep. And the, and, and we, I think we need to reframe the world word failure into just a learning opportunity. Yeah. That's what it is. I tend not to, I tend not to really even use the word failure anymore, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like we were walking downtown the other night and you're like, Hey, McKinsey used to have a boutique down here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it was a dismal failure <laughs> and never made a dime from it. And I closed it down and that was terrible. But, but I was like, but you did it. But I did it. I and like, I'm here now yes. with all of that knowledge. Yes. Right? Now I can have conversations with people because now I do business coaching and I just had a conversation with somebody the other day. Actually, I've had two conversations recently mm-hmm. about people who are starting these kind of ventures. Yeah. And I'm like, I can speak so much wisdom into that. Yeah. And it's not just me reading a book or getting my MBA, right? Exactly. It's me like I went through it. Yeah. And then I did like three or four more after that. And yeah. I can look back at each specific one and be like, okay, I can extract this as as successful. I can extract this as like, that did not work. I learned mm-hmm. a whole lot about myself. Yes. And that has all brought me here. Yeah. Because actually, I mean, I don't know. What do you think that the, what does the world think about people who try a lot of things? What is your experience of that? Well, I know that I'm surrounded by, um, a lot of people who love me very much. And sometimes that translates as they've become a great vision partner of mine. Like my mom is mm-hmm. a great vision mm-hmm. partner of mine. Yeah. If I needed a loan for a business, if I just yeah. needed a little bit to get by, she was always there to loan it to me. Yeah. She never had it to give to me, but sure. she was like, she was like a business partner many times wow. over for me, right? A silent awesome. business where she just totally trusted me. Yep. I always paid her back. Mm-hmm. Like it was never a, never a stressful situation. Um, and then I have people in my life who love me and that translates as they are scared for me Oh, yes. and they just want to caution me. Right. Like everything I Lots do, like, caution. is this just one of your things? Mm-hmm. Are you sure you want to do this? Are you, aren't you terrified that the whole world is going to explode if you don't do everything perfectly? You know, it's that kind of like the sky will fall if you don't do it. So I have, I have all kinds oh, of people, but at a certain point I had to just understand that I create. I can create my vision partners by the people that I allow into. I feel like it's a privilege for me to share my dreams and my visions with people, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm very careful about who I share that with. Oh, that's good. That's actually a really good point. Maybe we need to talk a little bit about that as we kind of like start closing this episode out. What are some tips that you would give to mm-hmm. people who maybe are wanting to like kind of step over that line of saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to stop worrying about being qualified, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, 
and I'm going to actually go make some, take some steps. Take some steps. But how can you do that well? Because you just said something like being careful. What are some ways you can do that well? Because there are some wise ways. Definitely. To make this I think, you know, there's a lot of, you can read all of these like kind of pseudo um, motivational things about just like, just go for it. Just take the jump. Just make the leap. And if you're in a place of, I mean, that could, if you don't just apply a little bit of wisdom there, you could, you know, go off the deep end taking advice like that. That's so true. So you really have to have like some kind of, um, some kind of path that you know is blessed. And we're Mm -hmm. speaking to probably mostly believers, right? right? right. So that's my anchor. That's where I'm like, that's, that's who lights my steps. Mm -hmm. So I know, and, and you know, all the identity work that I can do is no waste of time for me. I'm, oh, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I totally understand my identity in Christ. It's like, no, no, no. Daily, I have to understand, yes. right? So it's like I have to be firmly planted there. And then it's good to have, it's good to have a vision of what, where you want to end up. But really, the discipline is in the daily, mm-hmm. the daily tasks to that's get true. there. Yeah. So, and, and who do you surround yourself with? What do you think about that? Because you mentioned like, there's some people that love you, but it mm -hmm. comes out as, as caution. Mm -hmm. And then there's some, so are there, do you know that there's just something, sometimes you hold a dream for a while Mm -hmm. and share it with just certain people. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and I do think there is some, there can be self-sabotage in that because I've done that before where I tell the people that I know are going to um, align with whatever I'm feeling at the moment. Okay. So it's like, okay, so I'm going to tell you because I know I'm a little afraid right now. And so you're going to be like, oh, you need to, you need to calm down and yeah. you need to sit down for okay. a little bit. And you, you're, you're doing too much, you know? Uh-huh. And, and then, <laughs> then when there's, you know, something that I'm feeling really like ambitious about, and mm-hmm. I, then I'm going to go tell the person that mm-hmm. then you would say, tell me, go, yeah, I would totally <laughs> tell you, go for it. You should do it. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah. are the hype. You are the hype. Girl. I am the not, hype girl. Not, and, yeah. And not in a bad way. Like you're like, girl, you can do it. Yeah. Um, and, and let's figure out a way to get there. So yeah, that's it. more my style. Yes. I, I, let's figure it out. I will caution you. If you want to be held back on anything, do not tell me about it because <laughs> I'd be like, I'm the wrong person. Yes. Yes. Um, I do though. I am very honest with people on, you know, like, because I do coaching. Yeah. I do objectively look at a plan and be like, okay, this is where I think it might Mm-hmm. you know, might fall apart or whatever. So I will advise, but I don't get scared. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. more of like a, let's just find the path forward. Yeah. You know, yeah. I love there that. is a way. So if you're feeling called, you know, yeah. but yeah, I think, um, I think just the person who's, who's listening to this and thinking, um, you're feeling unqualified for whatever reason. I think first is just decide what is keeping you mm-hmm. back are and try to align that with like what are you hearing from people Mm. versus what are you hearing from god that's good because the steps that you take on confirming a calling is a one-way conversation between you and god right and then the next people you bring in are the people you know are filled with the holy spirit Mm -hmm. and will intercede for you Mm. and will they have no objections to your success right so you have to align yourself with the people who are not subconsciously rooting for you to fail oh man and we all we all when i just said that somebody's face popped into your mind right everybody's got that but you know what let's have a little accountability and who could fail in front of you and you would be like i knew that was gonna happen (laughs) right 
We all do it. So get off your high horse. <laughs> loudest laugh in the world and I have to really tame it down for the podcast yes. and so I'm we're sorry. working on it we're we're, we're trying we're guys. working on it we're All trying so hard audio issues and everything we're like really working hard here um yes you know there what is that called there's a name for that when you're like excited for somebody's failure I don't know. I heard somebody talk about it. Yeah. Uh, recently, but we haven't there. That that's a whole other conversation because that's a, that's a real thing where people get excited when they see someone fail. Mm -hmm. And I think it's kind of, it kind of catches on. Like, I mean, well, even the tabloid culture, if you think about it, that's a very, our society is just set up to be voyeurs of other people's failures and not spend any kind, any time reflecting on. Mm. So I think that's where we, where actually the majority of our our concern with other people's mm-hmm. judging us for failing is because like guess what we've got those thoughts in our that's mind true. too that's toward true. Other people so yeah. that's a total check your heart moment yeah. right there so if you if you have people and everybody does and if not hey it's time to check your circles yeah. Do you have someone who's filled yeah. with the Holy Spirit and wants only good things for you? Yeah. Because that's your true prayer partner. Oh my goodness. Thank this. you, Jesus, for those people. Yes. I and and the thing about it is, um, learn to be an encourager. Yes. I want to speak that to everybody right now. If you find yourself constantly living in the negative spaces and and honestly always going to, well, this is what's gonna go wrong. Mm-hmm knock it off. Yeah. And I say that like lovingly, i have to say it to myself, knock it off because it's not helpful. No. Now it's one thing to do warning. Like I, I have very, we both feel like we have very prophetic giftings. Mm -hmm. And so we will see things before sometimes other people will see them and we can be like, okay, that's going to be a train wreck, but you can still be an encourager, Mm -hmm. even though you have that, that ability to see things that are going to go wrong. Yes. And so we need to learn, this is a discipline to, to learn to encourage and surround ourselves with encouragers. Yes, so, absolutely. Um, and maybe we'll, we'll have to do a podcast about that sometime. We should. Like about, yes, encu- you know. That's a whole other thing that'd about That'd be really fun to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but man, this has been great. I've learned stuff from you, Mackenzie, as we've t- chatted about this. And I feel um, even more excited to just keep doing what God's called me to do. So. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, this has been a great chat. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today. You can connect with us at our website, madebefree.org. And you can always leave comments or questions on our Instagram profile. The link is in the show notes. Have a great day, everyone.